Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just a super short intro this time around uh, before we get into the recap and, uh, well, into today's episode. <laughs> uh, basically, I, uh, I just wanted to again remind everyone, uh, as announced uh, previously, that we'll be appearing at this year's Dragon Meat convention in London in just a couple of weeks' time on Saturday, December the 4th. Super looking forward to hopefully meeting a bunch of you there. Uh, we've had a real great time on previous years that we've attended, and it'll be great to get back there after last year's uh, COVID-related cancellation. Uh, so yeah, come on down to the uh, podcast zone area. We should be there for the duration, uh, alongside a bunch of other great podcasts. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, head to dragonmeat.co.uk for more information. All right, without any further ado then, let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Previously on Frontier. Captain, we found some interesting readings. This uh, system is meant to be uninhabited, isn't it, uh, Commander Ray? Yes, sir. No intelligent life on any of the planets in this system, according to previous reports. I probably would recommend only a short away mission, sir. You, you've got my blessing with that. Uh, put together a team. Energize. Um, do we have any idea what we might find here? We're looking for the source of the dilithium and titanium signatures we detected from orbit, Ensign. Ensign, stop freaking out. The moment you raise your voice above the sort of the wind, um, all the seed pods open and shoots out a small barb. Two of the barbs miss, one of them pokes you in your left arm. Um, Could you scan my arm? I got stuck by one of those things. Of course you did. Johnny, you personally are feeling that that arm bit is feeling slightly numb around the area that you were hit. There's a spot further down the hill, about 100 metres or so. Let's make our way there, get some shelter at least. Uh, you make it about halfway across um, before you begin to hear, unmistakably, an animal call. Eyes up. Johnny's phases are ready. Double fisting the phasers again. <laughs> Why not? Why not? He pulls out a second phaser. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't regulation, but yeah, he's now training that out towards the horizon in the direction of at least one of those noises. The one on the left, let's say. Barfy's like side eyed him, just like, what the fuck? Why did, why did you bring two? Like. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not like saying anything right now. Right now she's just like, hi. <laughs> so, are you continuing to move as you're as you're watching, or are you kind of 
stopping and forming a, the circle. What's the? What are you doing here? What's everybody? No, uh, I, I'd imagine we'd like continue moving, but just like uh, more aware and keeping an eye on where the direction of the howls are coming from. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little tricky to pin down, but you don't, you're definitely sure that one was coming as you head down the hill from the left, and then one from the right, and then one from the forest behind you. But um, you can't pin it down, as I say, cause the, the, with the wind blowing, especially here where you're not quite as you're a bit more exposed. Mm. It's it's sort of being blown around a little bit, so you, you've got a general idea of the direction. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's tough to tough to locate. Keeping her wits about her. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the group, you, you you know, carrying on moving on, you've now sort of made it about three quarters of the way across the sort of rocky break in the forest. Uh, while you've been able to sort of hear these creatures for maybe a minute or so, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Johnny, you get the first, just kind of briefest views of whatever it is that's hounding your group across this boulder field. You don't really have time to sort of register any kind of real minute details, but you can definitely make out that it's a sort of large quadrupedal creature um, of some sort. Size-wise, it's kind of at a similar sort of scale to like the larger of Earth's sort of big, big cat group. <laughs> um, and looks to have a, a kind of similar sort of physicality as well in the, the sort of brief amount of movement that you're able to catch as it moves between two rocks. Um, facially, you you can just about see that it's, it looks to be a bit more kind of canine in appearance that way, with a sort of more elongated snout and pair of large ears atop the head. And uh, I'll say the other notable thing you're able to clock as well is the sort of mottled kind of pattern of... Uh, reds, golds, and even a bit of greens uh, that make up the coloration of its fur. Um, you get the feeling this is kind of exactly the sort of camouflage pattern that would allow it to sort of blend in, you know, really, really well in the uh, the forest that you've been moving through. And uh, you're pretty lucky that you're just now, you, you know, you're kind of catching it out in the open rather than in amongst the, the trees. It'd be a little tricky to see it. Okay. Because we're away from the seed pods and everything, Johnny's feeling free to shout. So he's, he's going to shout, Amanda, hostiles. What is it? He's going to point out towards where he saw the uh, animal run across and say, uh, I just saw what probably made that noise running across in the distance. It looks like we potentially could be being circled right now. Did you get a good look? Did you get a look at it? It, it looked like some kind of uh, big cat feline, potentially. It looked pretty aggressive. Alright. Everybody tighten up. We don't want it picking up any of us off. Let's keep it moving. Okay, uh, if everyone's kind of keeping an eye out then, um, as you sort of make this last push down towards the trees uh, again, can I get insight security checks from each of you? Uh, difficulty one. So, 17 and a 10 from Murphy, that's your one success. Do you want to get 17 and a 5? Again, one success. Oh, 12 and an 8 from Arela. That's, that's two successes, so <laughs> that's another point of momentum for you guys. Uh, I think you're up to like 5 momentum now. Oof. So, yeah. <laughs> We're going to pimp camp out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can I get one from Ray as well? Certainly. 11 and 8. 11 and 8, and you were aiming for under 10, so that's also one success. Uh, Alright, so all of you then, uh, put on the alert by Johnny's warning uh, as you make this final push down the slope uh, around the last of the boulders, uh, become aware of three large shapes sort of moving among the rocks and boulders behind you and to your left and right. 
uh, Johnny's theory that you're kind of being circled seems to be pretty apt, I would say. Uh, the, the shapes, the animals, they're, they're doing a, a pretty good job of staying mostly hidden, uh, even though their camouflage coloration doesn't really work against the rocky backdrop. Uh, but you'd say they're getting pretty close, maybe 20 to 30 meters away from you at the most. Is there any in directly in front of us, or...? Not that you can see, no. At this point, you're probably about 20 meters away from the forest edge again. I say we just keep creeping along. And if in doubt, use a phaser. <laughs> Hit the ground. Scares them off. Okay. Johnny's going to instinctively move to the front of the pack and train both of those phasers on the uh, shapes that you can see in the distance as they move. Sorry, front or back? You're putting yourself between the group and the animals, or...? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's putting himself there. Okay. So are we picking up the pace? Is it... Yeah, yeah. Pick up the pace. <laughs> it's a, mild, a mild jog. <laughs> okay, so you're on the flat at last, and you're leaving the last of the rocky outcroppings behind you. You're able to quickly make the last couple of meters or so uh, to once again be under the shadow of the trees before the three animals emerge from the boulder field behind you. Eyes just train unblinkingly on your group. You get a good look at them now and these are big animals, clearly predators, and they're stalking menacingly towards the four of you. Murphy's gonna draw a phaser and aim it for just in the space between them, just like in the center, and fire the phaser once. Okay. She just wants to spook them, just to like, no, get. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. We are not a snack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, can I get a, uh, if you're gonna fire your phaser, can I get a control security check from you? Uh, difficulty two. 10 and a nine, okay, well there's, there's your two successes. So, right on target, you fire your phaser into the ground between the three of them. Um, it erupts in like a small explosion of like smoke and soil and uh, the three creatures all sort of leap backwards. <laughs> uh, kind of like a startled cat, I guess. <laughs> they, uh, they don't run away, however. Um, they keep their distance, but they're just sort of eyeing you kind of warily. Now, as I said, you're under the trees again. And at the firing of your phaser... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about them. Damn it. Yeah. A, Damn it. <laughs> four or five pods on the nearby plant open up and fire their barbs at you. <laughs> I get... Sorry to interrupt, but how close is Johnny in this moment? I will leave that to you. You guys are, you were seen pretty close together as you were moving across. Yeah, I feel like for him to have been training his weapon on these things for the entire time, he would have had to have kind of been next to the commander at this moment. Mm -hmm. And um, having seen the phaser go off, he didn't himself do that. Him, like, for a change, he didn't get that gung-ho. Um, instead, he looked over <laughs> towards her. And because they were getting under the trees and because he's conscious of this, it was. is it fair to say that maybe he saw it again, that maybe the pods opened? You looked up and saw her fire and the pods opened right next to her, kind of that was your point of view. When we say right next to her, like, what kind of manoeuvre can I pull here to try? <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're kind of... Time. Well, to, to be clear, like, you're on Murphy's left, the pods are on Murphy's right, maybe like a metre away from her. So would I be able to, like, pull her away, or do I need to dive into her, or...? Um, 
This is a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm willing to throw. Well, you tell me what you want to try and do. This, this is uh, for, yeah, for, for have a moment. <laughs> tell me what you're um, trying to do, and we'll do it that way. I feel like um, perhaps we can say that the angle is appropriate. That he could grab her by the arm and yank her in his direction in an attempt to get her out of the trajectory <laughs> of these things. Okay. Yeah, if you want to, that's what you want to do. Sure, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> I guess we we can almost. I, I'm just thinking what what this could be, but this could be a I guess a daring security check is almost like a melee attack, but you're kind of just pulling her out of the way. Um, yeah. Okay. Give me a daring and security check. This oh, will be difficult. Oh my right god, here. he's pulling a dance move. Difficulty three. So, the fifteen and the thirteen. I don't think is going to cut it. Um, daring security. Oh, you were aiming for under under fifteen. That's two successes. You're going to need to momentum spend if you want to do it though. Um, buy another dice. Ooh. I say difficulty three. You'd rolled it before I said like the difficulty. Five, we? we have we have three momentum. You points. have five momentum by my count. Five. Yeah, we got we got five. Yeah. Oh yeah, because well, they, they they go we, away after a certain time, don't they? They do. I haven't got that. In fr I can't remember exactly what that is, but yeah. So does that count as getting one because I got two successful rolls there? Uh, no, you you earn them when you um, you get more successes than the difficulty. Right. Basically. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, on that basis, oh, how is his arm feeling at this moment? Just because I didn't oh, well, check from in earlier, after an oh, hour. No, earlier on, you're fine. You, you're only okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to use momentum then. He's not doing it like truly desperately. It's okay. more like I mean, the first time he dived towards the doctor, he knows that it's not going to kill her, <laughs> so he's just trying to pull her out of the way to spare her that little jab. Well, you fail then. But it um, fails. He was almost right. I mean, so he grabs her by the arm, and something happens. Uh, you manage to pull her slightly out of the way, and she's only hit by four barbs. <laughs> only four. Wow. Oof, that's a peppering by comparison. To. It, it is kind of a peppering, yeah, kind of all up your right side um, as uh, as two of the barbs, uh, I would say, bigger than the ones that hit Johnny earlier, uh, just go straight into your arm. Uh, one hits you in the side of the neck, although luckily that one is deflected by your new uh, Lieutenant Commander rank, Pip. Um, <laughs> and one final one just goes straight into your cheek. Oh. Uh, your right arm and the right side of your face immediately go completely numb. Ooh, that's going to shine in the morning. <laughs> just going to make a face and go, ow. Damn it. Of the cast stopped. Or like, oh, you yeah, said no. that they kind of like this happened kind of in one moment that they <laughs> you fired the phaser, they jumped back and reacted to it just as Murphy, just as you pulled Murphy, and <laughs> she was peppered with four darts. Okay. Um, so holding on to it, gonna kind of like pull and motion. Like I'm assuming that the doctors are behind us. What are you? just watching or is there a sense of like we're just you're continuing to go and you're not even necessarily aware that this is happening i would think you guys are still pretty close together i mean you were all yeah. aware of the we, we are sticking and, together yeah and in fairness someone has just been injured Irila is going to know this mm. yeah <laughs> i am an empath i know this yeah the yeah before the numbing effect kicked in Murphy, you definitely felt pain as you were hit by these. These barbs are actually a little bigger than the ones that hit the one that hit Johnny earlier as well. So this, yeah, she, this is quite she, like your arm is not like you can't feel your right arm at the moment. 
And you've got the barbs in you still. And you have one in your face, so the right side of your face is... <laughs> it's feeling like you've been to the dentist, and um, your side of your face is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> I think Eula is going to run over to the commander. Yeah. You see her, she's sporting two barbs in her arm, one thankfully stopped from going into her neck by her rank pip. And she has a shiny new cheek piercing. Being right-handed as well, I've probably got dropped my phaser now. I am going to <laughs> any um, attacks you make or skills until this is healed. I'm going to make them a little harder for you. <gasps> Johnny Graf, step up. <laughs> um, as, as this is going on, as the doctor's that doctor's running towards, um, has Ray pulled out a weapon at, at this point? I have a phaser in my hand. Okay. Uh, he, Johnny picks up the phaser that's been dropped and throws it to Ray. So now I have two phasers. <laughs> Are you going to be kind and allow that to just happen, AJ? Is he allowed to catch it? Uh, I sure. <laughs> 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 I, can make you have a, I can make you do a check if you want. Um... Slow motion catching montage check. Yeah, do a daring. Um, uh, would this be control? Daring Hollywood stunt. I mean, it's going to be something security. I will tell you that. Uh, yeah, say daring security. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Feels like a flashy move. At nineteen eleven. Oh, you're very nearly complication there, but um, you still failed. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you, you fumble. You've got your one I phaser fumble. out, and you weren't expecting another one that had just been fired to be thrown directly at you. And <laughs> Still hot. You jumble yeah. it up in your arms. In your hand. So yeah, Murphy, <laughs> you drop your phaser. Johnny picks it up and throws it away. Um, <laughs> he's trying it in the moment. Yeah, yeah like, there's still momentum going on here. Like the, the, the cats are still there. So he's picked yeah. up the phaser, thrown it over to the. Uh, to Ray and then turned immediately back so he doesn't see the fumble, he just threw it to him like thinking, oh, of course this is the moment we're all in team teamwork, it's all going to work, I'll just throw it to <laughs> him, he'll catch it we'll be slick this will be the slick Avengers montage <laughs> that's it, instead no, he turns back and he trains his phases, not knowing that behind him <laughs> there's a bad juggler <laughs> sure, okay, uh, what are you doing now? Um, it depends on what the cats are doing. The but. cats are uh, they're 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 not advancing, but they're not falling back. They're all kind of eyes locked on you. You manage to you manage to make them a little bit kind of back off with that phaser blast, but they're still interested in the the interlopers, shall we say? <laughs> How far did you say we were into the forest? You're not very far, but if you've kind of been continually backing up, you're definitely into it. I mean, I suppose we're working on the premise that getting into the forest was hopefully going to like deter these animals, that maybe that was their hunting grounds. And yeah, I did wonder where you got that from. That's the feeling I got yeah. with where we were going, but <laughs> I guess maybe that's not the case. No, 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 no I don't want to imply anything well, from there, sorry. We don't know, <laughs> so ultimately, um, Johnny's going to turn to the commander and see perhaps her slightly wilting face on one side and say... Um, <laughs> Should I fire another warning shot? They don't look to be deterred. No. Oh. <laughs> that was stupid. I re immediately regret my decision. Yeah, your, your face is not moving that well on the right-hand side. <laughs> um, 
Can you can you keep moving? Yes. Just uh, let's keep. Are they following us? If you're still backing up, yeah, they they start following again. Like you definitely put them off for a bit, and you're okay. able to maybe gain a little bit of extra ground. Okay. But um, yeah, they're not hundred percent scared. I have a suggestion. I welcome well, it. <laughs> well, the ensign threw your phaser towards me, and I fumbled it, and it fell to the ground. Didn't catch it. If they're if they're if they're kind of still slightly, it up either. No, I'm <laughs> oh, say, if, I, if I'm still near it, if I'm still near it, what if I set it to overload and threw it over their heads? Would would the bang? Be enough to distract them or scare them off surely if we throw things at them once we get them in range of the exploding pods they'll be taken down by them that's a much wiser idea yes instead of and then we um, don't sacrifice our phasers hmm. yeah so okay so if we lure them in and then shout something loud enough and then duck down they'll get caught by the barbs leave a combat i was literally going to throw mm. rocks at them do we, yeah do we have a um sonic emitter or anything like that in our equipment something that we could just like a, a sonic grenade some something that we could throw i don't think we packed the arsenal for that yeah i don't think you picked up <laughs> sonic grenades i mean the closest like you say is your combat probably mm. oh. Hang on. If you when you set a phaser to the highest setting, if you're going to fire it, it makes that really. It makes a hum. It makes a quite high pitched whiny sound. Mm. Maybe that would be. It. Put it on the ground. Put it to setting 16. So it, what, if, what if we tried that? Would the pitch be enough to set off the plants? You, you've got no way of knowing that. I, I was I just going to say use the use a com badge if you're going to do that because it's a. You can you can replace a com badge and someone can always stick with the person that. That's true. You still don't know if it, if they're set up by volume or by pitch, mm. really. Could we program it with the tricorder to do a uh, a modulating one to cover to to do that? Program what the combat? Yeah. Uh, what just to kind of make a like a frequency, just make a bunch of noise basically. Yeah. In different frequencies. I'm sure, yeah, you can, yeah, sure, why not? It's got a chime on it. it yeah. Has, yeah. Commander, if you if we give up a comm badge, then we, they might have more difficulty triangulating our signal. And he looks down at his extra phaser. <laughs> and he says, I think perhaps Lieutenant Commander Ray's idea about a phaser, and he kind of gestures and hands forward his extra phaser, I think that perhaps is the best course of action here. Ray is slightly shocked that the newbie is agreeing with him. I don't really want to set a fire to this forest, boys. Perhaps we don't turn the frequency that high. We could set it to stun and set it to a wide beam and potentially prop it up on a rock so that it's aiming out towards these creatures as they come towards them. We don't know anything about their physiology to, to know if a stun wouldn't kill them. And I'd rather not kill the creature when we're the ones trespassing here. As we're, as we're gradually moving away from them, it could potentially one of us scan backwards. Well, I imagine you're and, keeping and your eyes on them. 
Yeah, one of us could potentially at least pull out a tricorder right now and find out if this is a viable Oh yeah, I idea. thought you, yeah, with the uh, tricorder. Yeah, sorry, I was. I thought you meant <laughs> just check if they're still there. They're, they're, um, they're close enough right now, they're still in visual proximity, so somebody could get some information about this. They are, you, as you do that, you see the one coming towards you, you see the other two sort of begin to head off sideways to do the circling thing again. Oh, into the bushes, that's not good. Yeah, you very quickly lose track of them. Yeah. We were hoping to lead them into the same spot. <clears throat> Can we mark them up with the tricorder and map their trajectory that way? Uh, you, well, now you can do a kind of focused lifeform scan, I guess, to see if you can track them on there. I guess that would be a thing we could try. Yeah, Ray. Let's try that, Ray. Okay. Uh, so I, sure, this is, I guess, reason science. Okay, so I pull out the tricorder. Difficulty two. 16 and a 9, you were aiming for 17 and under. Okay, yeah, so now that you've kind of got a, a point of reference on them, um, you are able to kind of track, uh, you know, you, you're kind of able to sort of discern them a little bit better from the, the sort of wider background, you know, scan, and you've, you can sort of see how far away from you they are. Um, they're not very far away. They're maybe 10, 15 metres at most. That's still far enough away. <laughs> yeah. Murphy's not kidding right now. They're, they're, not, they're not coming to eat them yet. Well, they're, 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 yeah, they're definitely kind of tracking around you, though. Yeah, they're sort of... Bit. I'm tracking the creatures, Commander, but uh, it's, not, it's not good news. They're getting closer gradually. We need a place of defence sitting ducks in this forest someone needs to scan I'm, I'm like I'm she's probably like like because <laughs> she's trying to get this barb out of her cheek yeah. <laughs> um yeah doctor what to... are you helping with um oh, I'd imagine she's like help, helping Murphy as they're like walking along just being like oh for god I'm an idiot pretty Such much idiot. <laughs> yeah yeah, can, um, can I get a, um, I guess, a, a reason medicine check from you, Doctor? Yeah. Difficulty one, because you've sort of got a vague idea from Johnny's one earlier <laughs> of what you're looking at. 16 and a 13, you were aiming for under 15, so that's one success, yeah. Um, I mean, based on your previous experience earlier in the day with the smaller variety of barbs and, uh, well, and the symptoms that uh, Murphy's describing right now, uh, it's a pretty safe bet that these larger barbs have delivered a fairly significant amount of whatever numbing compound they possess uh, into Lieutenant Commander Murphy's arm and face. Uh, based on how useless her arm seems right now and you know the general face situation uh, it's clear that this compound could be severely debilitating in doses perhaps not a lot larger than the one that Murphy's dealing with um, right now um, you'd posit that she was extremely lucky that her rank pip deflected the barb from her neck uh, as that could have had serious effects if it had gone into well, either her you know um, artery or throat or, or whatever we may never know if it was Johnny's attempt to pull her out of the way that made the difference there. I imagine Johnny's going to get it in the neck when she realises <laughs> she threw her phaser away. Yeah, has anybody picked that up yet? <laughs> well, I was going to, but the idea was um, sort of... I le I've, le I've left it on the ground. It was like, yeah, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> what for the bit? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And like Ray's commitment to the bit, he's like, oh, okay, whatever, we're done with that one. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think Johnny's going to let that fly. I think Johnny's certainly conscious of the fact that, like, after Ray's admitted that he didn't catch it, he's seen it on the ground. And is at some point, when it's opportune, going to grab that and put it in the holster and kind of have his hands full with his other two phases. We need a area of defense. The, okay, the area of the forest that we're in, um, if we're still near the clearing, have we got an area which sort of forest backs onto a, like a, a rock wall or something? No, no, Somewhere you're just back in the jungle now. We're just back in the jungle, right. Right. We need shelter. We need to get let the commander sit down. Yeah, I don't we think need- she's really in the, in, the, in, the, in the capacity right now to make too much decision. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, if that's the case, then, did, did, is it fair to say that maybe the Doctor can see that and it's time for Ray to take command? Okay. Let's, fa- let's, let's keep moving. Keep phasers trained on the animals where possible. Need to find shelter somewhere the Commander can rest. Right now, something that just... To have something safe behind our backs would be sufficient. A wide tree. Find big tree <laughs> you heard the lady let's find a wide tree I keep my phaser in hand trained in the direction of the creatures I've got I'll have the phaser in one in one hand at the tricorder in yeah, my other I was going to say I imagine because you, you're going to have to be continually scanning because you can only see yeah. one of them still following you but the other two are definitely circling yeah so okay so um, phaser in my right hand uh, tricorder in my left hand to track the movement of the creatures and I lead the way sure okay. Johnny's going to come up alongside and try and glance at that tricorder to crib notes on where these things are and try and get a vague train on them I would imagine yeah. you're all sticking pretty close together yeah yeah. yeah. tight formation at this point yeah Ray Ray is aware that um, Johnny's alongside so he's kind of I'm angling the tricorder so that we can both get a glance at the readings as we move hmm. I'd imagine Murphy's just quietly thinking she's glad she didn't get one in the leg because at least she can walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is unlike how Johnny um, earlier on it, after a couple of minutes the numbing went away this seems to be lasting a bit longer with Murphy um, as they were bigger spines um, bigger spines and there's more of them as well yes yeah. yes yep okay uh, if you're looking ahead then can I get Oof. Uh, insights, insight security. I guess Ray, if you're you're leading the way, we're looking so, for a, a difficulty. Let's go one again. Yeah, you know what you're looking for. You're in a forest. Seven and a seven. Four. And four. Oh, so even okay. So that's another momentum. Then. Um, oh, I did say that, I did say difficulty that, one. So is that six? Is that six momentum now? Uh, we are at six, which is I, I think there is a limit actually, but I don't know. It might be six. Right. Um. <laughs> Mind. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny's stubborn refusal to spend even one of them to save um, Murphy from yeah. the spines was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's indefensible, Ensign. I mean, what, what, what the actual fuck, man? <laughs> I just ha- I had the image of him like just performing a dance move and like whipping her into like a twirl or something, <laughs> and she's just like, "What the hell?" Johnny's been practicing his tango. <laughs> Yeah. We're not filming Space Dirty Dancing, Ensign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not that slick, alas. 
Um, and, and ultimately, those spots weren't that bad, so it really didn't yeah, feel like yeah, any yeah. spend yeah. momentum. Ensign, 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 you got one spine, one mini spine in the uh, mini barb in the arm. The commander yeah. got four of them, one of which is quite sizable and embedded in her cheek. <laughs> I think you got off lightly given the circumstances. <laughs> um, am I okay? Uh, back to the game in a second. Am I able to? spend the momentum here to kind of help us get somewhere quicker? Well, the, the check I was asking for was say you were looking for like a kind of big tree sort of hollow thing. Um, yeah. And you do. You kind of um, find that the, uh, the the initial bit of the forest that you were in when you first beamed down was fairly flat land. Um, this bit, there's a lot more kind of um, sort of I guess divots and things and you, you kind of fairly quickly come across a sort of depression in the in the ground with a surrounded kind of by the trees it's a little bit of a sort of um sort of hollow type thing it's not like a cave but it's definitely sort of area that you can kind of duck down into um, right and it's got a back to it that we can there's some talk. larger trees on one side yeah okay this looks like a good place to stop ensign help the doctor get the commander down there okay uh johnny well what do I need to do to help her, I guess? Um, I mean, not a lot. She can't I'm thinking she, she can walk, so it's kind of like... Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it look, looks, looks at Ray and just goes, No, I can manage. Okay. I realise spending a lot of time rolling her eyes at the moment. <laughs> like, is this, what, is this what emissions are like? Is this what... <laughs> are they always like children? <laughs> Thinking back to your nice warm sick bay with your um, replicator that gives you tea. Sensible yeah. and... Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I'll, um, I, I keep my phaser trained back on the direction we came from while mm-hmm. the rest of the group go down into this depression. Sure. Okay, so you, you can definitely still see the one animal. Um, your tricorder is giving you vague sort of ranges and directions on where it thinks the other two are but it's it's not an exact sort of reading you know now you're in the forest you're, you're surrounded by life form readings again and uh, you know tricorder is doing its best but you you can't get an exact fix on them um it is clear though that they are circling around again though um i will say with the other three crew ducking down into the depression you are a little exposed up here on your own ray right so as soon as we get uh, Lieutenant Commander sitting down. Uh, the Doctor is going to remove the spikes. Well, mm-hmm. definitely the spike from the face. <laughs> most uh, important one. Yeah. Yep. And remo- and wrap it up in some cloth so that they can take it back with them to um, investigate what it is. Mm-hmm. Good if idea. it's a local anaesthetic, that could be useful. Yeah. And if it's dangerous, then they'll need to work out how to counteract it. You're thinking? So just generally patching up. Yeah, I think this is... Even though this is unknown stuff, this is... The the actions that you're doing are actually fairly straightforward for you, you know? So I'm not going to have you... It's pretty much first aid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you're not familiar with the exact compounds involved from the the barbs, the, the whole kind of wound dressing and everything is is pretty straightforward for you. So the, the spot that we're in, how big of an entranceway is there, let's say? Like, how, how enclosed are we? It, 
it's a little enclosed around sort of i'd say if it's a circle about a third of it is properly enclosed no no um entry at all uh the rest of it is interspersed with trees so you 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 can sort of cover some of the entrances and that but it's really you know this isn't like a, a blocked off area by any stretch of the imagination but this is the best that you could find you you could probably put your backs up against the the sort of trees on a, on a kind of third of it and be confident that nothing's coming through that way it's probably the whole thing is about 25 30 feet across as i say it's more of just like a little bit of a depression in the um in the forest floor how far away is the one that we can see not that far again probably about another 20 30 feet back but it's sort of it's sort of approaching kind of warily you know sort of stalking style <laughs> okay um are there any rocks or anything with a bit of heft on the ground like um, nearby yeah you could probably yeah you could find a rock to pick up i'm not gonna make you Ooh. do a check for that okay right so while the doctor and um murphy are dealing with medical issues on one side i'm gonna step back out with ray uh, grab a rock off the ground and sort of nod towards him and throw the rock as hard as possible towards the one that's out there hoping for some kind of noise distraction maybe even set off some of those plants near near to the animal if i can hit the rock close okay um i guess we can do a check for this this i guess would be a daring security check to chuck a rock real hard um so do uh I, well if you're aiming for something specific it's going to be harder if you're just chucking it at that at the you know in that general direction it's going to be uh difficulty one if you're aiming at something specific well, then difficulty is going to be a little higher um i think i'll choose to aim directly at it aiming directly at it okay so because do do the distance this is going to be difficulty two then of um daring security to chuck a rock at it okay so how much momentum have we got right uh, now oh i did keep that bit so you, you actually have six momentum six right okay i feel like now's the time to spend something to make this happen yes so you can let's... buy a um you can buy another dice roll for this yeah let's throw an extra die in the mix mm -hmm. and uh yeah give myself more of a chance so 3d20 that would be the one yep Okey-doke. And it's daring security, so 17, 15, and 9 you got. You were aiming for under 15 and under, so that is your two successes. Nicely done. You have this rock, and, I mean, I'd say it's probably, if you, it's, you know, it's pretty hefty, it's weighty, but enough that it's not like a boulder. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, you but you crack this, uh, <laughs> you crack this animal straight in the face with it, basically and it, it yowls and kind of leaps back i think that's a case where you're going to do some damage um i think if this is an improvised weapon roll me three challenge dice so 3d6 for damage and we'll see how we get on here three ones okay Ooh. wow that is like uh, that is just three damage so that's pretty good it's the it's the five and the six that do damage and then a, an effect, but three damage is not bad. Um, this thing is, it's not hurt, but it, you've definitely cracked it in the head, and it's not, it's not looking pretty happy, you know. Um, Any reaction from the fauna when it gave out its yelp? That is a very good question. I rather think at the noise, the Irila at least would be flinching. Hmm. 
Oh, just in case. Yeah, because you've seen what yeah. happens. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, built these things. Yeah. <laughs> and not in a good way. Well, it's like 20 feet away, so I'm hoping that yeah. like, we should be good where we are. There's a bit of that distance. Was, that was the thought of throwing from, the rock, too. Yeah. yeah, there's a bit of distance between... Um, and we're in the hollow as well. So uh, so here's what happens then. Um, the creature, uh, which was clearly not expecting to be hit directly in the face with a rock, um, yelps kind of instinctively and <laughs> goes to jump back and away. And as it does, all of the seed pods on the nearby plants to it uh, pop open. And it's just kind of sprayed down with this rain of small and medium-sized barbs. Uh, it yelps again as it's hit, and a couple of more barbs <laughs> kind of find their mark. It does manage to take one more step kind of backwards away from you uh, before it just sort of stumbles and slumps onto the ground in like a bit of a heap, uh, looking a little bit like a, a sort of a pincushion <laughs> with all of the barbs sticking into it. Um, you can see, even from this distance, though, that the eyes are sort of darting around in all directions. It looks pretty distressed. Um, it's occasionally still focusing on you guys. Um, it's clearly still conscious, but it just it can't move at all. Is there any just sort of dawning on it that making noise is going to cause it more pain? Well, I think it would, yes. It, well, I think it would... They're, they're native to the planet, so they know to keep quiet. But this was a mistake. This was like an, un, you know... A reflex kind of I've been hit in the face ow kind of thing yeah. I mean like I say it's kind of a reflex section I mean we've already you guys already know that these things kind of make noise because you heard the hunting call earlier so this is you know these aren't silent creatures it's just uh, yeah I mean it's possible that these the, the type of plants aren't everywhere on the planet you know what I mean hey right with a with a slight look of satisfaction in his eyes he turned uh, Johnny's gonna turn to Ray and say great okay that's one of them do you know where the other two went? I take out the tricorder. Mm-hmm. Still tracking the movements. You haven't got like a you haven't got like a moving dot on a mini map. You've got like a general area that you think they're in because there's a lot of life form yeah. readings here. So you're, the tricorder's doing its best, got but a yeah, big, this isn't big idea of the, of the area. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so I'm looking at the tricorder, and in response to the answer, I say they're definitely around here somewhere. But the further we've come into this woodland, the more readings I'm getting for life forms around us. I can't pinpoint exactly where they are. I'll just have to keep watch for the moment. I hope they don't take us by surprise. Johnny scans the horizon and says, Okay, I'll take watch. Uh, you find out how the uh, commander's doing back there. Alright. Call if you need anything. Well, don't call. You should come badge and whisper. Aye, sir. Again, this isn't a big hollow. It's only about thirty feet across. Well, what I'm thinking is, if he, if he needs help, don't shout for us because he'll set those plants off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lesson for okay. Yeah, gradually. Yeah, um, or he could throw a rock at you to get your attention. We, we've established he's pretty good at rock throwing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's, it'd be effective. It'd definitely, it would definitely be effective. Not crying out in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I um, yeah, so Ray will enters uh, into the hollow and goes over to check on the status of the commander. Yeah, the commander. See how she's doing. I've been better. <laughs> Some honest. Yeah, you really actually at, the, the, at this point things are kind of progressing. You can't really feel your whole kind of right side now. I can't feel my whole right side. Oh God, it feels so weird. I'm numb. That was stupid. That was so stupid, Murphy. 
our things outside, Ray. Well, the Ensign's managed to uh, mollify one of the creatures, shall we say. He's keeping an eye out in case the other two try and uh, make a go for us. How's she doing, Doctor? Largely fine. A little more time, then all will be well. Just make sure that you don't get hit by any of these things as well. We'll utilise the cover we've got by the entrance to the hollow as best we can. The Ensign and I will take watch while the Commander recuperates. Um, so is that the plan? You're just going to kind of chill here until things improve? Well, I'm... Well, Ray, Ray will take turns with the Ensign and keep an eye on them until we've got some more natural light and the storm's passed over. So you can maybe make a break for it when the Commander's up for it. Speaking of, it, the sky is getting darker as the storm front comes in. So um, night time has come around. No, 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 it's not night. This is this is just the storm. It's kind of blocking out the sun as it's sort of as the front is kind of bearing down on you. We right. would need to get more substantial cover, really. If we were gonna shelter from the storm. Right? Or Yeah, I mean yeah, you're just yeah. kind of in like a dip in the woods. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> you know? So we're we're gonna probably need to have like a roof or something. How far does our equipment go, sorry, in terms of providing shelter? I mean, can we set up a force field of sorts to sort of provide that? Is it like set up a dome around ourselves after a fashion? We've only got the pattern enhancers, haven't we? Pattern we enhancers. full survival gear and everything. We brought everything to camp and deal with the, the elements if we have to. You've got kind of like yeah. a tent you can put up. I don't know about full force fields. Okay, so we've got a tent at least. Yeah. An extra layer for the darts to go through would help. Mm. But looking around down in this kind of hollow, there are less... I mean, this is a bit more shaded. It's, as I say, I don't want to give the impression that you're in like a cave. It's literally just like the, mm. the ground is a little bit deeper here. Um, looking around, it, there does appear to be a few less of the plants with the, the pods down in this bit. Maybe they were sort of getting a little bit less sunlight down here. So this is a slightly safer environment than out where Murphy got hit and uh, where mm. that uh, the creature is uh, sort of lying helpless on the ground at the moment. How much of a scan did we get on the creatures before we started to back away from them? Did we get much information at all? Uh, no, nothing. <clears throat> you didn't do that. No. That ruins my idea then. Yeah, if you want to do that kind of stuff, you've got to, ask, you've got to do it. You know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you've got the one out the front that's nearby that's incapacitated so you could take a scan i was thinking if we if we were gonna make a play to put a camp down somewhere if we if we could get a decent enough scan off one of the creatures maybe we could use the pattern enhancers and modify them to be like a protective oh like a deterrent yeah yeah so if if we can find out what kind of visual spectrum they don't like or can't deal with maybe we could set them up around the camp and then they wouldn't be able to get too close because their eyesight would go funny or something like that i'm thinking mm, visual rather than visual rather than audio deterrent because yeah. if, we, if we're audible we're mm. going to get attacked by the plants again that's interesting that's it that, that sounds very good fun not bad for techno babble on a monday yeah, night yeah that's yeah, good yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so maybe, maybe that's a way that we can set up a camp and keep those other creatures away if we scan get a scan off the one we've that was incapacitated by the ensign we can maybe use pattern enhancers as a deterrent a visual deterrent to keep them away from the campsite and we can wait out the storm whether we do it here or somewhere else with 
better um, better sort of visibility from our end or from our vantage point is you know remains to be seen but that might be a way to go i mean okay. we can always decide we can always decide what to do after the scan at least uh, yeah i think we should do, mm. at least do the scan first yeah i mean it all depends what kind of data we get back from the mm. creature okay so i'll go ahead and um try and get a scan on the creature at the front Okay. With my tricorder. So I'll head back out to to where the ensign is. Ensign. I've got an idea in mind, but I need you to give me some cover. I'm gonna get as close as I can to the creature that you downed earlier and get a scan off of it. Wanna know a little bit more about what kind of creatures we're dealing with. Hi sir. Um, while they've been having their little powwow, um, did Johnny see anything, hear anything? Is there any indication of movement in the bushes nearby? I mean, there's a lot of movement all over the place because the, the wind is still up quite high. Um, so these things are camouflaged. So I'm going to need this. is going to be a difficulty to check again um, inside security to see if you can um, see them specifically. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're what you're okay. looking for, really. Like I said, there's, there's movement all around because the, the foliage is blowing and that. And, uh, okay, let's, let's try 17 Ooh, one, one success one failure um you see movement in the bush bushes definitely that you think could be wildlife rather than wind based but you can't it, it's it's very quick and you can't be sure that it's these creatures specifically johnny's gonna say to ray um uh, i've been trying to keep an eye out for the other two but there's no sign of them they disappeared off into the bushes um we'll have to make this quick because i get the feeling like they're going to be on us any time now Agreed. Okay, I'll try and make this as quick as possible. Keep your phaser ready. Johnny's two phasers to hand. <laughs> so, with that, um, I step cautiously out from our start uh, my original position mm -hmm. towards the felled creature. Okay. Be careful not to crunch anything underfoot or make any noise as I go. Okay. Random question. Does the tri do tricorders have a vibrate only function? Because I might want to put it on silent when I scan this thing. Um. <laughs> sure, you probably turn off the noises. Yeah, why not? Okay. That would make sense. <laughs> and then I open it and scan with no sound. Okay. Uh, can I get a reason science check from you then? Uh, difficulty two, I think, to uh, to get what you're trying to get from it. I think would be difficulty two. Seventeen and a three. Okay, so with reason science, so luckily 17 is a success for you, so that's two successes, what you needed. Nice. How, how close are you getting to this thing? Um, I would say I'm probably about, about six to eight feet away from it. Okay. Enough that I can move back if it suddenly decides to go boo. Okay, well you can definitely hear it. So it definitely looks like it's sort of spasming occasionally. Um, mm. And it's, its eyes are kind of rolling around and kind of look, they do, you know, it's clearly aware that you're there. And you can hear it sort of softly growling the whole time. Mm. Um, this is not a creature that is unconscious by any means. It's just paralysed and not very happy about it. Yeah. Um, but you're able to get the scan that you're looking for. Well, you're able to get a, a fairly comprehensive scan of it um, as much as you can without physically taking a DNA sample. Um, yeah, I'm not going for that. Or you know, anything like that, but you're able to sort of get a general sort of. I get. I guess the tricorder would probably give like a kind of sort of best guess on kind of biology sort of layout, but would be able to give almost I think like some kind of X-ray 
kind of look at it and that the tricorder is sort of breaking down its sort of uh, internal biology as best as it can from this distance. I hate to kind of put a damper on the plan, but knowing what light spectrum they see in, I don't know if you can get that from this scan. You can make a best guess that it's probably slightly shifted into the infrared um, from human. Okay. You know, giving them the ability to sort of hunt in the jungle and have a bit of a ability to see the heat of their prey and things like that. Right. That's about the, all that Tricord can, get, can give you in that kind of realm of things. Okay, so they... It so can't give you an exact wavelength. It can give you a... They have a, a more of a sensitivity to infrared than um, than humans do. Okay, so similar to cold-blooded creatures on Earth. That gives me that gives me a, uh, an idea. Slight change on what I was thinking earlier. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I fold the tricorder up carefully and start edging back towards the dugout where we are currently waiting. Okay. So, as you fold up your tricorder and take your first step back, you're still facing the down creature. Without warning, from the undergrowth right next to the creature you've been scanning, so basically right next to you, what is unmistakably one of the other two creatures just explodes out of the bushes and wraps its jaws around one of the hind legs of the paralyzed one. You're caught completely off guard and almost before you can even register what's happening, in a blur of motion, the fallen one is violently dragged away out of sight into the thick forest undergrowth. Stumbling away hurriedly towards the relative safety of the hollow, from out of sight somewhere among the nearby trees behind you, you begin to hear sounds of flesh tearing. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time with the continuation of this story on Thursday, December the 2nd, and we hope you'll all join us for that. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all of which we're at PretendWithDice. We'd love for you to join our Discord server, the links to which can be found in our Twitter bio and on the contact page and sidebar of our Podbean site at pretendingwithdice.podbean.com. Uh, finally, if you want to support the podcast through a Ko-Fi donation, you can find us at ko-fi.com slash pretendingwithdice. So, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>